Welcome to the TappingSolution.com's Bits and Pieces podcast, where we share information designed to change your life. Whether you're new to EFT tapping or an old hand, you'll find simple, inspiring information to brighten your day, motivate you, and help you live your best life. To learn more about tapping, visit thetappingsolution.com. Now, here's today's clip. There is a lot of negative, heavy energy going around these days. How do you know if what you are feeling is really yours? Maybe it's the person you are living with or a close friend. Maybe you picked up someone else's energy at a gathering you recently attended or at work. Maybe you are affected by a TV show, a movie, the news, and maybe it's energy you took on from a parent in your childhood that has been with you your entire life. So how do you know? Well, today you will learn how to discern if the energy is you or if it's somebody else's energy, and you'll learn the power you have to clear that energy to show us the way we are speaking to Carol Tuttle from caroltuttle.com. You may recognize Carol from Red Book, Glamour, ABC, NBC, CBS. She's been all over the place because she is an acclaimed alternative psychotherapist. She is a leader in the areas of energy psychology, emotional freedom techniques, and energy medicine. She's also the author of four great books and a great friend of mine. I'm happy that she's here. Welcome, Carol. Thank you for having me. Well, Carol, you came to me with this topic, and I said yes immediately because this I relate to, but I haven't really heard many people talk about it. And I don't think that many other people even understand the impact that other people have on their energy. So I'd love to start by getting really clear on the problem. Can you tell us about how we may be picking up on other people's energy and what that really means? Well, as you've taught for years and as we've learned in the um, experience of tapping that we have an energy system and that energy runs on what's referred to as meridians, which is, you know, I think common knowledge that that's an ancient practice that came through acupuncture and that, that we have these, we're streaming energy all the time. And so depending on how healthy our own energy system is and sort of containing the streaming of our own energy and holding our own energetic space as we refer to like your aura, your kind of energetic uh, container that you exist in, depending on the health of it and the vitality of it, as you can imagine, if it's weak, you're going to be vulnerable to not holding your own. Mm. You're just not going to hold your own energy and you're going to be vulnerable. And you may have learned You may have never known how to hold your own energy because if you grew up, and this was what I've learned about myself growing up in such a potentially volatile, traumatic space and environment as a kid where anything could go, you know, the energy could change on a dime, that you were always kind of suspect to that going, whoa, you had to like keep yourself alert to this sort of possibility of the energy getting blown out or your father going into rage and this, you know, this, your system then became like one with the energy. You started reading it. You started being aware of it at a very early age and also kind of being overcome by it. And so you never learned that ability to have your own energy constitution in a way as a kid, you didn't like, you weren't raised in my case, I wasn't given the chance to hold my own. Mm. So it became a practice of being me where I didn't even recognize that there was a differentiation between is this minor theirs. It's like I just went around. That was my my energetic lifestyle. Was oh, I'll run your energy. <laughs> you know, right. I'll take on your stuff. Not knowing that's just the habit I was in, having not been given a chance to be my own expression of energy. That it just I de- it defaulted to that constantly until I became very conscious of it and started to exercise practices and employ methods that said, I'm going to be my own energy. I'm going to be me. I'm going to run my energy and not all that, that I, that you introduced in the uh, introduction that you shared were all variables. 
And they're very, they're variables for a lot of people because we live in a very, what I call a very young, invasive, energetic environment on the planet when we're just plugged into the day-to-day reality. It's just so easy to be affected energetically. And a lot of people run a lot of heavy negative energy that we get affected by. But we get into more of kind of how we set ourselves up over and over and over to keep doing this. Yeah. Well, why do you believe that people who are empathetic and intuitive have this habit of picking up on other people's energy? Well, going back to what I just referred to in your childhood, if things weren't peaceful and predictable and safe in your environment, you just naturally had to read the energy. You had to be alert to it. And so you naturally create your discernment and intuitive gifts were heightened out of sort of self-preservation and self-care. It wasn't a conscious thought to go, okay, but to a degree it was. Where's my mom? You know, how's my mom doing today? How's my dad doing today? You just naturally heightened your ability to read energy when you had to negotiate family space as a kid. And and even people that weren't necessarily abused, everybody learns this to a certain degree. And yet some people had to learn it even to a greater degree for their own preservation and self-protection to say, if I know it's energetically playing out, I can, you know, you make decisions differently. So it just becomes kind of your way of living life from an early phase that you're now very empathic and intuitive, but guarding in an almost guarded way. So you have to learn to flip that to be a gift that's not for self-protection because in your adult space, unless you're aware of this, you'll keep attracting scenarios, people, events that engage your gift until you consciously make a decision. I'm going to use this now for the benefit of me rather than the protection of me. Mm. So you kind of flip it to go, oh, I don't need to watch you know, kind of like energetically watch my back anymore. So, wow, I've got these great gifts now. How can I use them to really read the space for good, for my well-being instead of my survival? Yes, that makes sense. Do you do you believe another aspect of it, because this is popping up in my mind, is the idea sometimes as children, when we're able to read the energy so well, we also take responsibility for the energy. Oh, very much. I think that's, we can't, again, if we have a very open, you know, being in just naturally people that listen to the summit are drawn to this because they, they, on some level know they have a connection with energy and they know they have a gift and that there's this capacity to kind of see the unseen, know the unknown, that intuitive ability that, uh, as a child, you know, kind of in your childhood as the energy prodigy, so to speak, that you came to be a more open being, which is really a gift because you're more open-hearted, you're able to share more love when you get out of the survival stage of this, but you then don't have the safeguards, the conscious working tools and skills, which I want to teach people today, some operating systems and some skill sets to be able to now change this so you're not an open conduit. You're not this kind of, oh, I I just stream your stuff through me, you know, or I go to a, a movie and I leave kind of being energetically hijacked if it's more of an evasive, um, violent or noise. Noise can be. It's not just in the emotion or the feeling state. Sound is a big one. Uh, I'm noticed I'm affected by take a movie like Transformers. I went to one when my son was in high school, more to support him because he was into that. And I couldn't do it. I'm like, it was so loud and crashing. It was very invasive to my system. And I recognized, wow, this affects me. You know, I pay a price. You know, it's kind of like ODing on sugar and having to now detox. (laughs) I got to reset here because this had an impact on me. So you can learn, and I'll give you some tips on how to start. Where are you the most vulnerable? So you have to avoid those vulnerable scenarios until you learn to really kind of self-contain, hold your own. Yeah. And then it's just not that attractive to you anyway, because you're like, eh, I don't. It, it's not so much that you're vulnerable to it anymore. You're just not interested. You're like, eh, 
that doesn't really bring me any pleasure. Yes. And to go back to what you were saying previously, then you're not even attracting those situations as often. Yeah. Like I've taken on a lot of my husband's energy through our marriage where I'd run the emotion for both of us, which I think possibly women, because, you know, just studies have shown the way our brains are constructed, that women are closer to their emotional process. It takes a man seven times longer to process his emotion or get in touch with it just by the mere fact that the way we're biologically designed in our limbic system in our brain that is kind of the emotional house of the brain, it does take a male longer to access, to connect with that and move through the emotional experience where women are more readily available to that. I think it'd be more common that there are more women in relationships with males that are running the male, the energy for both parties. Mm. And I was one of those. And I started to really recognize that and to have several practices I do when I become very alert to that to go, that's his stuff, not mine. Because right. how many women can relate to this, to tune in to something's off or there's some emotional processing going on for their male partner and going, checking in with them, because this is the habit from the childhood. Are you okay? Is there anything bugging you? <laughs> yes, I relate to that. Yeah. And they're like, no. like, And then, you know, hour or two later, they're like, because now I've learned to like, okay, that's his. That's not mine. But it's going to take him a little longer to plug into that. In fact, right. if anything, I'll start connecting. I'm like, all right, just immerse him in his, you know, let him be in that emotional space. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it, honey. You know, it's, it's something I've become very aware of as well, because I've realized that I take on other people's energy and I try to fix it. So I think if I can feel it, then I can fix yeah. it and process it for them. I think and that that's definitely rooted in your childhood because you just wanted, everybody wants happy parents that are there for them. And so see if we can kind of adjust that. Well, maybe if I can make up the difference here. Mom and dad will be. And again, this isn't be, that you have to have highly toxic parents. Every parent has stuff. It's just the nature of being human that all children learn this to some degree. Some have had to learn it to a degree where it was very, you know, a, a very scary environment in their childhood versus just mom's having a bad day. If I can fix that, then I've got my mom back. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you talked about how through your relationship with your husband, you began to notice the pattern. How do we begin to notice our own patterns? How do we gain clarity as to, oh, yes, this is me picking up on someone else's energy. This is what they're thinking and feeling, and it's not mine. Well, the first step, the fact that you'd even be thinking that is huge because you consider the possibility you've been doing it without any conscious intervention. Mm. See, you're just kind of like doing it. It's the way you've lived your life. And now the fact that you're even aware to ask yourself the question is huge because it's like, oh, I have a choice here. So that itself is a major makeover for energetic makeover. You know, it's like a life shift right there to go, wow, could this even not, you know, what I'm feeling right now or what is happening? Because a lot of this will turn into physical issues. That's where you really pay a too big a price. Yeah, and, and patterns that we run in our system that were really ancestral. They're like, whoa, you know, how many people or did my parents have this physical issue? And is this problem my or is the origin of this problem mine? I think that's where you can get a very in most cases, I would say over 90%, if not close to nine, you know, almost a hundred. If you were to ask the question, is the origin of this energy mine? Am I the author of it? You're gonna be able to say no to that almost in every case. Now, did you contribute to it? So you'll probably be able to say, yeah, I've, I've contributed to this because I didn't know, I thought it was all mine. So mm -hmm. I, I've actually invested in, I've added to it. But you can release yourself from being the original author of the pat energetic pattern you're running or return it to the person. I have some tips I'll teach when you feel it's appropriate in our experience our session here today of some techniques I employ right when I become I think we need to do some clearing first before I teach the kind of self-preservation techniques to say whoa okay I get it I'm I'm noticing this energy in my space and I don't need to take that on and I'm going to now hold my own kind of my I'm holding my own it's a how I deflect it but I, I want to do some clearing first before we go to the self-care but 
the first, just to ask you, you know, is this mine? What answer do you, you know, the origin of this energy mine? So in most every case, I'm t- the intuitive hit I get on that is no, mm-hmm. it's not. Then I release it and return it to the origin of its creation. Yeah, you're right. Just having that conversation, because so many of us have been living our life without even realizing this was even a thing that you can pick up on other people's energy. Yeah. So just that awareness is huge. I've done all kinds of interesting creative visualizations where I see like, okay, imagine like a military helicopter that's carrying a big cargo load. Netted, you know, and I right. imagine sending out all these helicopters with the cargo load of people. Go and dump them on the people it belongs to. It's not mine. Right? They can. They. You know, I. I. I'm accountable for what I create, and I send it back, and they can all be with love and light. They can be accountable for their creations because you're not doing anyone any favors by taking on their stuff. You can never come to resolution with it because it's not yours. The energy just kind of loops. But you can't, you know, enter, we create these energetic patterns as part of our own spiritual advancement that the energy is supposed to teach us the pain, the discomfort. Because I think that's pretty much, I, I, you know, let's, let's be, you know, declarative on that one that we're not talking about, wow, I'm streaming your joy. Yeah. We're talking about all the junk. It's like, oh, so it's like, that's all meant to, in every person's case, let your, what is yours be your teacher, but, but return it with love and intent that it will teach them. Right. And still, I think uh, uh, the hesitation that many people may have, and I'd love to do some tapping on this, is if they're picking up on energy from someone else that they love, I think sometimes there's still this underlying belief of, well, let me just hold on to their energy because maybe it'll lessen the pain for them. And it's not true, but I think that's what we're kind of the pattern that we're stuck in. It's kind of like weeds, you know, they're going to keep coming back unless you take some steps to prevent it like weed cover. It's it's kind (laughs) of like, you know what, they'll create it again because they need it for their own potential growth. Mm -hmm. So, you you know, you can't, that's the thing. It's almost like, well, you're just a wasteland that, guess what? They're going to recreate it because they haven't gotten the awareness to now change whatever it's designed to help in changing. Yeah, so true. Well, I would love to do some tapping on this belief that it's our job to fix it, that we hold on to things in order to fix it. Okay, Everyone's excited, I'm sure. <laughs> I am. Because we've got people listening that are very aware. We've got the newbies that go, whoa, big aha today versus those that say, I get that. I've known that, but I want the tools. Give me mm-hmm. these tools. So this is exciting. All right. Let's start with the karate chop point, tapping on the karate chop point. Repeat after me. Even though. Even though. I've been picking up other people's energy. I've been picking up other people's energy. I love and accept and forgive myself. I love, accept, and forgive myself. Even though I've been holding on to other people's energy. Even though I've been holding on to other people's energy. Because I feel it's my job to fix it. Because I feel it's my job to fix it. I love, accept, and forgive myself. I love, accept, and forgive myself. Even though I have always been like this. Even though I have always been like this. I love, accept, and forgive myself. I love, accept, and forgive myself. So let's start our face and torso points, tapping on the eyebrow, repeating after me. I feel very sensitive to the world around me. I feel very sensitive to the world around me. Side of eye, I feel so deeply. I feel so deeply. Under eye, and I've been holding on to other people's energy. And I've been holding on to other people's energy. Under nose, I've been taking it on as my own. I've been taking it on as my own. Chin, because part of me feels it's my job to fix it. Because part of me feels it's my job to fix it. Collarbone, part of me believes it's just who I am. Part of me believes it's just who I am. Underarm, part of me believes, part of me believes that if I can hold on to the stress around me, 
that if I can hold on to that stress around me, top ahead, I can somehow make it better. I can somehow make it better. Eyebrow. I've always been empathetic. I've always been empathetic. Side of eye. I've always wanted to help others. I've always wanted to help others. Under eye. So I take on all of this energy. So I take on all of this energy. Under nose. I feel so deeply. I feel so deeply. Chin. I've often been called sensitive. I've often been called sensitive. Collarbone. I struggle with all these emotions. I struggle with all of these emotions. Underarm. I feel everything. I feel everything. Top ahead. And part of me is so tired of this. And part of me is so tired of this. Eyebrow. But another part of me likes it. But another part of me likes it. Side of eye. Because I like helping others. Because I like helping others. Under eye. But taking on this energy. But taking on this energy. Under nose. Isn't helping me. Isn't helping me. Chin. And it isn't helping others. And it isn't helping others. Collarbone. I feel this tension in my body. I feel this tension in my body. Underarm. I feel this stress. I feel this stress. Top ahead. And I begin to let it go. And I begin to let it go. Eyebrow. I can have compassion. I can have compassion. Side of eye without taking on stress and struggle. Without taking on stress and struggle. Under eye, I can love others. I can love others. Under nose, without taking on their burden. Without taking on their burden. Chin, I can feel deeply. I can feel deeply. Collarbone, and let go of the feelings that don't serve me. And let go of the feelings that don't serve me. Under arm, as I protect my own energy. As I protect my own energy. Top of head, I can better help those around me. I can better help those around me. Eyebrow, I become aware of the energy I've been holding on to. I become aware of the energy I've been holding on to. Side of eye and give myself permission to let it go. And give myself permission to let it go. Under eye, right now and right here. Right now and right here. Under nose, I am safe. I am safe. Chin. I am at peace. I am at peace. Collarbone. I release any heavy energy. I release any heavy energy. Underarm. It was never mine to carry. It was never mine to carry. Top of head. I give myself permission to simply let go. I give myself permission to simply let go. I just take some deep breaths in. That was a lot. That was, woo, that was good stuff. Ah, oh, thank you so much. Thank you for that. And I invite the listeners to just check in with your body. You know, with things like this, we didn't measure the intensity from zero to 10, but I think we can even just check in with our body right now and feel that shift. Yeah, you're going to drink water. This is moving. I can tell it's moving a lot for people. And so water is because that just, again, is a form of fluid, keeping things fluid. Make sure you're drinking Oh, if you're doing, you got to be drinking a lot of water these 10 days. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. That's a great That's tip. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. So staying on this topic of holding on to other people's energy, we just did some great tapping, which people can come back to again and again to let go of holding on to other people's energy, realizing that by holding it on, we're not actually fixing it. Now, I think another place where this shows up is when it comes to the news. You know, we live in a world where we are bombarded with a lot of news, a lot of very heartbreaking news. And some people might argue that they should pick up on the energy and they should feel bad because they believe that's important to create change. What are your thoughts around that? Well, I think that's to you just energetically, I think I understand that dilemma because I'm aware of the vulnerability of this due to the sensitivity people have to trauma. And because of their heartfelt nature, they're very heart-centered, very, you know, they want the planet to be a more peaceful place. And those listening play a role in that, that you're one of the kind of stewards of bringing more peace to the earth, of 
helping channel in more love, higher vibrational energy. So think of it that way. You know, think of it in the terms of does it help poor people by you becoming poor and joining them? No, nobody gets lifted up. And so what you want to do is stay at a higher vibration because you're an anchor point for that on the planet. You help bring that energy in and help it become more a part of our environment. When you are running the energy that's a lower vibration, you're melding into that. You're now one with it. You can't help shift anything. Nothing changes. You're actually increasing it. You're actually adding upon. You, actually, you know, you're not able to affect a change. And so you want to be a point of high vibrational energy to help stream that into the planet for that to become. And nature is such a profound, the vibration in nature is a constant. It's a very high vibration when it's not been you know, altered dramatically by mankind or devastated in some way that nature is always at a constant. And so we live, most of our planet is open space still, you know, you just got to drive so far and realize we live in very concentrated areas as humanity. And most of our planet is nature. And so you actually are going to invite that energy to permeate all space and to help healing occur by being a high vibrational set point and allowing that to be your contribution. So becoming one with it doesn't help affect healing or change. I think compassion is different. You can have compassion, but in that space of compassion, call in the energy of love. I remember when 9-11 happened in my state of compassion and acknowledging the tragedy of that and the, the amount of healing that needed to occur, I asked Angel to be sent and to help and for light to be given to this space for healing to start. And I, you know, I'm able to affect more good from that intent and calling on those resources of light than I am to join the energy of a lower vibrational nature. Yes. But you can still have compassion. I think that's the misunderstanding. Think of your compassion rather than getting depressed, sad, sorrowful. Compassion is wanting something more, better, something different. And you're passionate about wanting something different of a higher vibration. And I think when it comes to emotions, it's also about, it's, it's really a dance, isn't it? I mean, there's, I think it's okay to have a moment of, oh, th this is, this makes me angry. Like this yeah, is, I can't I so. believe sure. this is happening. I think compassion isn't, you know, ex exempt from anger. Yes. <laughs> you get tired of it. You're like, I'm fed up. Come on. But, you know but the difference is, you know, feeling that and processing it and then moving towards something that's productive instead of staying in that first triggered emotion and just, you know, sitting there. Well, that triggered emotion is most likely p triggering some PTSD from your childhood. That's what it's about. So take care of that. You know, recognize I'm getting triggered here from my own, my own background, my own trauma. You know, I know what it is to be in that kind of feeling powerless and scared and fearful. Well, take care of yourself. Let that provoke your own healing. So it's kind of being co-conscious with the fact that I'm getting triggered right now, which is a PD, uh, post-traumatic stress signal for me. I've got, it's showing me I have some things to heal and I can be proactive from a place of healing to contribute both in service and act. And if you're called to go do something, by all means, you know, participate that way, but everyone can call in the light. Everyone can call in the higher energies to bless us. And as I said, the bulk of this planet is a higher vibration because nature is kind of our house, you know, that's the house we live in here. Mm. Well, just like we did tapping about this, this desire to hold on to energy to try to fix it, even though it doesn't serve us. And we did some clearing there. I'd love to do some tapping around being triggered by the yeah. news and our, our tendency to hold on to it, thinking that it could help in some way. Yeah. I agree. I, let's do that. And this is a great script to refer back to if you do get triggered if there's a p you know some post trauma showing up for you that this will be useful in those moments so go ahead and uh, karate chop point and repeat after me 
Even though the news has left me feeling stressed. Even though the news has left me feeling stressed. And overwhelmed, I love and accept myself. And overwhelmed, I love and accept myself. Even though the news has left me feeling angry and overwhelmed. Even though the news has left me feeling angry and overwhelmed. I love and accept myself. I love and accept myself. Even though I've been holding on to this heavy energy from the news. Even though I've been holding on to this heavy energy from the news. I love and accept myself. I love and accept myself. We're going to move to the face and torso point, starting with eyebrow, repeating after me. All of this bad news. All of this bad news. Side of eye. All of this stress. All of this stress. Under eye. All of this uncertainty. All of this uncertainty. Under nose. I watched something on the news. I watched something on the news. Chin. And I've been carrying that energy. And I've been carrying that energy. Collarbone. I've been carrying the anxiety. I've been carrying the anxiety. Underarm. Part of me feels like I should. Part of me feels like I should. Top of head. Part of me feels like it's my responsibility. Part of me feels like it's my responsibility. Eyebrow. Part of me believes that in order to help. Part of me believes that in order to help. Side of eye. I must feel all this pain. I must feel all this pain. Under eye. Is that really true? Is that really true? Under nose. Part of me believes in order to be a caring human being. Part of me believes in order to be a caring human being. Chin. I must feel all this pain. I must feel all this pain. Collarbone. Is that really true? Is that really true? Under arm. I don't feel empowered with all this stress. I don't feel empowered with all this stress. Top of head. I feel trapped within this negative news energy. I feel trapped within this negative news energy. Eyebrow. I've been holding on to it. I've been holding on to it. Side of eye, but it's not mine. But it's not mine. Under eye. I can care for others. I can care for others. Under nose, without taking on all the pain. Without taking on all the pain. Chin, feeling the stress is only contributing. Feeling the stress is only contributing. Collarbone, to all the stressful energy. To all this stressful energy. Under arm, I choose to release this stress. I choose to release this stress. Top of head, I choose to connect with my own powerful energy. I choose to connect with my own powerful energy. Eyebrow, as I begin to feel peace in my body. As I begin to feel peace in my body. Side of eye, I can infuse the situation with peace. I can infuse this situation with peace. Under eye, as I see love within this situation. As I see love within this situation. Under nose, I shine a needed light in the darkness. I shine a needed light in the darkness. Chin, by releasing the energy that isn't mine. By releasing the energy that isn't mine. Collarbone, and connecting with my inner voice. And connecting with my inner voice. Under arm, I contribute to the healing of this planet. I contribute to the healing of this planet. Top of head, as I release this energy. As I release this energy. Eyebrow, I can be a voice for hope. I can be a voice for hope. Side of eye, as I release this energy. As I release this energy. Under eye, I notice how powerful I am. I notice how powerful I am. Under nose, I've been carrying energy that isn't mine. I've been carrying energy that isn't mine. Chin, and I release it. And I release it. Collarbone, I discover so much good. I discover so much good. Under arm, I can see what is going well. I can see what is going well. Top of head and become a voice of love and hope. And become a voice of love and hope. <sighs> oh, another good one. <laughs> that is I just amazing. love this. It's so exciting because it's so needed right now. <laughs> that is exactly what I was going to say. It is so needed right now. That was fantastic. Uh, so another question I have 
Actually, let's just – I almost, like, need a second. That was so powerful. I, I just know. need to take another deep breath. We've got, like, three sessions. <sighs> <for right now>. <laughs> <laughs> so, so good. And so I, I invite the listeners to also notice how that feels in your body and just remember that this is a powerful thing that we – that you can go back to anytime you feel like you've been exposed to some news that has left you feeling – kind of hopeless and down that you really can become that voice of hope and and contribute to healing the world. I mean, that was very empowering. So Carol, as we, there's so much more I still want to cover. We're going to end with a really amazing visualization and tapping, but I'd love to also hear from you. If we know that we are going to enter a situation that we feel extra sensitive to. So for example, we know we have Thanksgiving and maybe it's not with family that we like that much. Or we know, you know, we know that <laughs> they're, there's they're vulnerable. They're vulnerable. Yeah, there's a vulnerable situation. Play. Can yeah. can we do something before entering that situation to protect our energy? Yeah, for sure. And then I'm gonna teach um, a couple steps in the actual closing um, visualization and tapping we do. But one thing I do that's kind of uh, it's been supportive for me for many, many years is, and again, I use the language I that works best for me, and you can adapt that in your own way if it's through the act of a prayer or uh, through your spirit guides or however, you know, adapt any of this to your own spiritual um, belief system and path. What I do that works very well for me is I send angels ahead. I go, okay, I'm going into this space and I need, I know I'm vulnerable. I, I just kind of melt into these old plays, you know, I don't don't recognize myself. I'm like, whoa, playing out the role in my, you know, taking on energy, being vulnerable to, uh, the people not using my voice. I, you know, I've done this many cases. I, yeah, it's kind of ironic because people that know me think, seriously, you have these, you know, but yeah, that's how I know what I know. I've had to do all this personal work because I was so vulnerable as a kid and, and was needing to now, how do I become participate in this family system without such a, a big side effect? And so I'll send angels ahead and just say, please prepare the space for my well-being. Please, and then please protect me as I'm there. And I'm going to teach a couple strategies in the visualization that we can even point out once we've done it. Um, well, maybe I'll just mention them. I'm going to teach you how to, what I use is a, a visualization in the moment where I, I imagine I'm a superhero and one of my gifts is reflect that I have like, I'm, I'm mirror woman. <laughs> I love that. I'm a mirror woman and all the, imagine you're in the moment you go, whoa, they've got this energy coming at me. And all of a sudden all these mirror panels just shoot up around you, like through all completely surrounding you. They just like pop open. And I'm in the center of that, and everything's getting mirrored back to everybody. And I use my superpower, which is Mirror Woman. And I tell you, I use this all the time. (laughs) What's really interesting about Mirror Woman, besides the fact that it's just the best visualization, but what I notice is that you're not a superhero with a sword that's fighting. You're also you're also not fixing. You're just saying this isn't mine. I, no. This is your idea, but I don't need to take this on. I don't need to be triggered. Based what we based on what we just tapped on that we do, and we talked about this. But I loved in the script we just went through was being in that place of presence of light. You do more good mm-hmm. to affect change by then joining the energy and trying to fight it, you know, or take it on. Nothing changes. You can't. Einstein's known for this quote, you can't change things at the same level of consciousness or vibration, we could say, in which it's been created. You affect change by changing and, you know, by being able to affect the vibrational environment. Yes. And you, people are powerful. You I don't think if people knew by holding their own and holding the light, the power they bring without having to say or do anything, but just be present is profound. I love that. It's so true. So Carol, can we go into this final visualization and tapping meditation process? 
Yes, let's do that. And again, take deep breath. I can feel the just the gratitude coming from our listening audience for this support today, which I want to acknowledge that it's helping me. I know it's helping you, Jess, and I know the view the listeners are all feeling and we're just feeling a lot of gratitude because the heavens really want us to get this. Like, come on, you know, you're all super. You're all you all have the superpower. Use it. Yes. It's a huge gift to this planet at this time. So I'm thrilled that we can offer this. Go ahead and uncross your body, any legs, your arms. Open your energy by uncrossing. And I would recommend people sit down for this. I can't imagine anyone's walking around after what we've been doing, but let's just support our whole system by being present. Um, And close your eyes. And again, breathing, noticing your breath. And allow your body to let your shoulders drop, feel the, your muscles just kind of unwind and let go, relax, 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 telling yourself relax, just repeating that in your mind. And then repeat out loud or in your mind the following intention, I am letting go. I am letting go. Of any negative energy that is not mine. Of any negative energy that is not mine. I release it. I release it. To return to its proper owner and creator. To return to its proper owner and creator. I send this back to them with love and awareness. I send this back to them with love and awareness. I am now free to experience my own energy. I am now free to experience my own energy. My own self, my own being. My own self, my own being. Starting with the karate chop point, repeat after me. Even though I have been taking on energy that is not mine. Even though I have been taking on energy that is not mine. I completely love and accept myself. I completely love and accept myself. Even though I don't even know what energy is mine and what is not mine. Even though I don't even know what energy is mine and what is not mine. I'm ready to know the difference. I am ready to know the difference. Even though I have paid a price for taking on the energy of others. Even though I have paid a price for taking on the energy of others. I completely love and accept myself. I completely love and accept myself. Even though I am angry that I took on my parents' energy. Even though I am angry that I took on my parents' energy. It's time to let it go. It's time to let it go. Let's start tapping on our face and torso points, eyebrow point. It's not mine. It is mine. How do I know the difference? It's not mine. It is mine. How do I know the difference? Side of eye, letting go of energetic confusion. Letting go of energetic confusion. Under eye, taking on negative energy as my habit. Taking on negative energy as my habit. Under nose, running other people's negative emotions. Running other people's negative emotions. Chin, taking on the negative thoughts of others. Taking on the negative thoughts of others. Collarbone, making my body sick. Making my body sick. Underarm, releasing, playing this role. Releasing, playing this role. Top of head, I was just trying to help my parents feel better. I was just trying to help my parents feel better. Eyebrow. I'm ready to let go of this role once and for all. I am ready to let go of this role once and for all. Side of eye. It is time I am ready. It is time I am ready. Under eye. I just wanted a happier home. I just wanted a happier home. Under the nose. Nobody else was taking responsibility for the energy. Nobody else was taking responsibility for the energy. So we're going to come just place your hand on your chin point for now. So we're going to continue with the visualization. Visualize yourself as a small child. To see that little child, invite them to now let go of this old role. Tell them they don't need to take on the energy of your parents, your family, and other people anymore. They didn't know any different. They didn't even know they were doing it. All they really wanted was a happier home. Thank them for this effort, 
for because what the, the reason they did it was very grand, of course, and they can now have that happy home. Surround that little child with white light and protection and invite them to go play and have fun and learn about who they are and their energy gifts. Take a deep breath. Continue tapping on the chin. Not sure what to do with myself. Not sure what to do with myself. Collarbone. Not sure who I am. Not sure who I am. Underarm. I'm ready to know myself and feel my own energy. I'm ready to know myself and feel my own energy. Top of head. I'm getting stronger and stronger and holding my own. I am getting stronger and stronger and holding my own. Eyebrow. I'm free to be me and run only my energy. I am free to be me and run only my energy. Side of eye. I am stable in my own energy. I am stable in my own energy. And just place your fingertips now under the eye, holding that point. Now imagine a situation where you have felt vulnerable, where you sense you take on the energy of someone else. Imagine yourself with that person, and you're surrounded by large reflecting panels, big mirrors all around you. It's your superpower. You are standing in the center of these reflection panels. And all the energy of the other person is just being reflected back to them. And you are safe and secure in your own energetic space. Take a deep breath. Continue tapping under the eye. It feels good to be me. It feels good to be me. Under nose, I'm letting others be responsible for their energy and what their energy creates. I am letting others be responsible for their energy and what their energy creates. Chin, it feels good. It feels good. Collarbone, I'm responsible for my energy and what my energy creates. I am responsible for my energy and what my energy creates. Underarm, I'm taking care of my energy. I am taking care of my energy. By avoiding any music. By avoiding any music. Television. Television. Or movies that energetically compromise me. Or movies that energetically compromise me. Top of head, I'm avoiding people that compromise me. I am avoiding people that compromise me. Eyebrow, I'm taking care of myself in my intimate relationships. I am taking care of myself in my intimate relationships. By using these techniques. By using these techniques. Side of eye, I am confident. I am confident. Under eye, it feels great. It feels great. Under nose, I am me and they are them. I am me and they are them. Chin, I am me and they are them. I am me and they are them. Collarbone, I am knowing the difference. I am knowing the difference. Under arm, I am knowing the difference. I am knowing the difference. Top of head, I am knowing the difference. I am knowing the difference. Put your hand on your heart center and just take three deep breaths. Noticing your own body, your own feelings, your own thoughts, your own energetic space. Feel the peace of you. And then using a Donna Eden technique from your pubic bone all the way up to your bottom lip, pretend you have a zipper running up the middle of your torso. And pull that zipper up three times, strengthening your central meridian. And that central meridian helps your entire energetic system hold its own. It's, a, it's like one of your major energy muscles, that central meridian, that zip up. Donna's taught that for years. It's a technique I learned from here 20 years ago that she's given me permission to share because she knows the value this gives to everyone to just strengthen their own energy system. <sighs> Thank you, Carol. That was good. That was really good. 
do I have to go back to interviewing you? Can I just relax in this, in this like, <laughs> I know, amazing <huh>? energy? <laughs> no, this has been fantastic. And uh, I love that ending. And you just mentioned that it's an Donna Eden technique. I just want to kind of hear about it one more time so we're super clear. This is us really just using our hand and imagining us putting up a zipper, right? Yeah. So we're just like, like moving... Just like your groin area, just right down in your pubic bone and straight up the middle of your torso, even lift your chin up and then go all the way up to your bottom lip. That's central meridian. And as I learned from Donna years and years ago was central and governing. The central meridian is like the parent, they're the parenting meridian. See, so they strengthen all the whole meridian system and the zip up strengthens your energy system. So you don't have what I'd say floppy energy that everybody you know, that gets hijacked. <laughs> yes. And I love that because, you know, not only are we learning tapping, but that is just such an easy thing that we can do quickly before we're entering a situation where we might feel a little bit more vulnerable. Well, we have done so much tapping. I didn't even realize how much I needed this until we were doing the oh, tapping. No, you know, it makes us realize that we are very subjected. Um, I think because we're just more interfacing constantly with a big world now because mm -hmm. of the technology we have. See, you know, we don't, we aren't, unless you are living more really strict, but hey, you're a part of the technology if you're listening to the summit right now. <laughs> yes. It's the technology that allows us to be able to share this globally, which is profound, but it also, there's that side effect of being so plugged in that we are more vulnerable to these evasive energies. But then again, I think it's in our private space that we need to really learn this too in our relationships. I think a lot of people probably tuned in and felt very identified with that portion of what we've shared today was that whole, oh, man, I take on stuff from my family or friends. And, and that's, that's just so valuable to know that aside from kind of the multimedia side of things. Yes. And now we have a process. Now we have a technique to support yeah. us in, in ending that habit. And if we ever find ourselves falling back into that habit, we have, we know what to do now and we have that awareness. And that is just amazing. So you've given us such a big gift. It's personally really helped me. I've loved this. And I know that there are literally thousands of thousands of people who have who are listening to this and who appreciate that so i just on behalf of them and myself i want to thank you so much for being with us today just thrilled to be able to share this i feel i'm the benefactor of what i'm able to teach and share in so many ways so thank you for asking me